Hey there, welcome to the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. I am your host, Charlotte Mitchell, and this is one of our segments for Women's History Month, uh, and we also like to call it an author spotlight. We are excited to have Glenda Moden here with us, and she's an author. She is uh, you've seen her on some major media, Time Magazine, I'm telling you what, uh, she's done some other press, but really um, here to chat about a very interesting topic. And so we're going to get right into it. Don't you move. We'll be right back after this quick, this quick intro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everybody. And we are excited to have you joining us here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Uh, welcome to our live, live viewers, those that are checking us out, listen, in three different places on Facebook, four different places on Facebook, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. We are always glad to have you. Uh, and we always love that you stop by because the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we're going to be doing just that today. We consider this segment a part of our Women's History Month segment, and it's an author spotlight. Our topic today, love lessons and lullabies, hope and aspirations for teen moms. And our guest is joining us in the virtual studio. I'm going to be bringing her up to the mic uh, momentarily, but shout out to all of those that are here with us on YouTube. Hey, Kim. Hey there. Hey, we've got Deborah here. We've got Zonla here, uh, all joining us today. Uh, for this great segment. And so speaking of which, uh, this is a reminder that this segment is brought to you by my seventh annual event, live event, and it is the Platform Builder Summit. It's going to be taking place here in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, here in Richmond, Virginia, November 2nd, which is for VIP only, uh, and November 3rd and 4th. I want you to join me. Like, Come on, I want you to join me. Uh, our theme is Amplify Your Brand, Boost Your Profits. And so all of our topics and discussions will be focused around marketing and visibility and branding and get into the money. And so this segment is um, brought to you by the Platform Builder Summit. Brand Spanking New uh, website is up for you to go check out and to reserve your ticket, uh, platformbuildersummit.com. So you made it really simple, right? PlatformBuildersSummit.com. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on uh, in our segment today. And so let me go ahead and introduce my guest and bring her up to the mic. Glenda uh, Moden is the author and contributing editor of two books, Hopes and Fears, Learning Academically in a COVID-19 Environment, and I Read, I Think, I Write. Both books have received media press and hopes Hopes and Fears has received numerous features, including Time Magazine, Grand Canyon University, the Miami Herald, WLRN, WSBN News, and many more. Glenda's mission is to inspire and equip and empower educators and students beyond the classroom. And I also want to mention that she is a certified 
professional life coach. Put your virtual hands together and welcome Glenda up to the stage. Yay, welcome. How are you? Hello, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Hello to the listening audience. <laughs> so glad. I got love, a love coming on in and hearts coming on in already. And so I want to um, just kind of go back, if we, if we will, in time and talk a little bit about how you got to um, this space, you know, that you're in. Like, how did all, how did all of this start for you? Even the education piece. Oh, the education piece. All right. Oh, wow. Well, initially, um, in terms of the education piece, um, I went to school to become an educator. <clears throat> but when I com finished college um, and graduated, there weren't any jobs. <laughs> so it's like, I think during that time was... Uh, during um, the uh, early, mid to late 70s. So basically I ended up getting a job with Delta Airlines. So I was employed with them for 23 years. And then after 9-11, I decided that I would go back into the classroom. And so that's what I did. So I went back into the classroom, was a, became a third grade teacher, and then just worked my way through um, here in Miami-Dade County Public Schools, third grade, fifth grade, and then eventually high school. Uh, when I got to high school, though, it's like I was teaching a reading course and I taught like a ninth grade. And so the first book I read, I think I write, um, I had that topic, that title before I even transitioned over to high school. And so when I started um, teaching ninth grade and we were reading this book about We Beat the Street, and it was about three African-American men who made a pack in high school to become doctors. They are doctors today, Dr. Hunt, Dr. Ramick, and Dr. Davis up in the New Jersey, New, New York area. So they were going through so many, the book was excellent and students loved it. And I said, you know, you all are experiencing some of the same things that they experienced, the bullying, the self-esteem, friends being locked up, some being, um, you know, killed and jailed and several other things. I said, why don't you write your own personal stories? And that's what they did. So um, they wrote their stories and I titled it, I Read, I Think, I Write. And it was a ninth grade class project. So we got media press on that as well. And then as I transitioned going through, uh, you know, we were hit with a pandemic. So we had yeah. hope. So um, that title, Hopes and Fears, came as a result of I was, I was attending a professional learning workshop. And one of the icebreakers that they had us to do was called Hopes and Fears. So, mm. you know, yeah. So I thought, oh, OK. But when we went back to school and everything happened with the pandemic, you know, I noticed that no one was really asking the students how they were feeling. How, how, how are you feeling? What's going on? So I, I said to me, I said to them, I said, you know what, how are you all doing? I wrote hopes on one side of the board and fears on the other. And it really surprised me because their fears were anxiety, depression, mm. loneliness, um, just not knowing which way to turn. And then some of their hopes where they wanted things to return back to normal, to be with family, to laugh again. And the biggest um, thing about it is that, you know, they were ninth graders. This coming, transitioning from middle school to ninth grade, no one expects over their ninth grade year to be upended by a pandemic, right? right. So you right. come in with the expectation that, oh, you know, we're going to have a great time. We're going to um, go to different activities and functions and things like that. And just getting to know people because you're transitioning from middle school over to high school. But then when the pandemic hit, I was like, wow. So mm -hmm. we talked about it and I said, well, why don't we write some, why don't we write, um, you know, your, your feelings about it, hopes and fears, but I just didn't want to call it that. Right. So I knew I needed another tag. So I was driving down the road, speaking with a friend. So we were going back and forth and she says, oh, learning academically. And I'm like, okay. 
And then I said, oh, I got it. Hopes and fears, learning academically in a COVID-19 environment, because it was truly a challenge to be able to learn in that kind of environment and being that, you know, the social emotional aspect of it all. Now, I will tell your listening audience, I did not want to go back to school because I fell within that vulnerable group where a lot of older people were passing away. And I had not been vaccinated. I was just going. But then um, I decided, you know what, let me go. So I did. Much to my surprise, I was dual modality, which meant that I had students in the classroom as well as online. And with that, there weren't that many in the classroom, but the biggest challenge was motivating, encouraging, meeting the students where they were online to get them to be able to work. And so as a result of that, um, with the students, they um, we decided to write the book. We did write the book. They even wrote a song about it. It was absolutely phenomenal. Oh. Um, yes, it's like, it's real. It's it's great. They played it on national public radio. Absolutely phenomenal. We had the book signing in 2021, December, 2021. And so they are, they were, because they were ninth graders then published authors. So how many ninth grade students can say, you know, put on their resume when they get ready to go away to college and things like that, that they are published authors. So the oh. first book of students was back in 2015, 15, mm-hmm. 16, and this was back in 2020 when the book started and we finished it up in 2021 uh, with the book signing, but that's how that all came about. Oh my goodness. And so I love this because certainly um, book collaborations, that's one of the things that we are huge proponents of with our clients. And so um, that it, I love this idea and thought of giving voice Yes. The ninth graders. Absolutely. I call it um, using the power of the pen to write and tell your story. Yeah. Yeah. Unprecedented, really, um, time that we had. And so uh, today's topic, I know it's specific as we continue kind of Mm -hmm. this space, you know, love, lessons, lullabies, hope and aspirations for teen moms. So Mm -hmm. now what was the shift to target teen moms? Um, well, I've done the two major projects um, with the two separate ninth grade classes, and I was thinking, okay, what else can I do to leave a legacy to, um, you know, in- involve students? And initially, I was going in the direction because we have two schools here in South Florida that um, work with girls who are, you know, pregnant, pregnant teen moms, and that's the direction I was going to go in. However, I was driving one day and I got course correction. And I thought, okay. So I thought, you know, I was speaking with a colleague of mine. I said, you know, I said, I'm going to get eight women who were teen moms and um, ask them if they want to become a part of this anthology, this book anthology project. And that's exactly what I did. And they are all successful today. And come to, but to tell you the real unique thing about the, uh, this group of, of ladies is that, you know, we had a Zoom meeting as an introduction. We all came on. Everybody's kind of quiet and kind of timid. But when they loosened up, it turns out that like four or five of them attended the same school here in South Florida for a teenage, for a pregnant moms. And they said, oh, I was there in 94. I was there in 95. I was there in 96. So it really was to me, the hand of God that really put them together. And so there are eight phenomenal women um, who are going to be telling their story. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the topic. How do I come up with the topic? Because it's like, I, I labored, trust me. <laughs> it's like I got this like at three o'clock in the morning sometime last year. And I was like, 
love lessons and lullabies. Initially, I was I was going to say um, a book of hope for teen moms. But then um, one of the ladies who's going to be in the book is my makeup artist. She says, I was talking with her one day. She says, Glenda, hopes and aspirations. And I was like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. Love lessons and lullabies, hope and aspirations for teen moms. So when you think about the title love, yes, we have all been in love, puppy love, you know, growing up, et cetera. Uh-huh. But sometimes when you find yourself in love and you find yourself in a predicament where you're a teenager who is pregnant, it's yeah. like, okay, what do I do from that point, right? So yes, I'm in love. And then, but I have to deal with this situation. So then you look at the lessons. So mm-hmm. what lessons um have I learned as a result of my finding myself in this situation? And what lesson can you pay forward to other teenagers? Because the objective is not for people to go out and, you know, engage, but abstinence is, is the way. But yeah. if you have to engage, you should at least protect yourself so you won't find yourself in a position like that. And then, of course, lullabies comes in to where I, if you're a teen mom or a mom, you know, you know, every mother has a song in her heart. Yeah. Every mother. So it's going to be an R.B., it can be a spiritual song, whatever the song is. And you're you're singing, you're humming, you're speaking affirmations to that child on the end that you're carrying on the inside of you. And so every mother has a song. And so mm-hmm. that's how love lessons and lullabies, how I got a tie that pulled that title together. And then, of course, hope. You know, most teenagers feel um, that there's no hope for them, that life ended. I can't go any further. Uh, uh, But, you know, they can aspire to be anything that they want to be, literally. I mean, there are some women who are OBGYNs now. Their children are all grown. Some are, you know, working for the court system. Some are police officers. Some have their own businesses. So it doesn't mean that it's the end all be all because there is hope for every Um, young lady that may find themselves in that situation. What happens though, is that we have to find someone that we can connect with, someone that's going to mentor us, someone that's going to um, uh, love us, someone that's going to support us and say, you know what, sweetheart, I'm behind you, you can do it. But I would also say that, you know, back during the day when I grew up, that was a taboo. We knew not (laughs) get into situations like that because, you know, Back in the day, our parents would say they'll beat it out. You put you out the house, and it was such a stigma, yeah. you know, uh, to be a, a, a young lady that's in high school or middle school, and then you find yourself in a situation to where you're pregnant. But that does not mean that that defines who you are, because there's greater on the inside. Mm-hmm. They do be able to uh, connect with people or a counselor, a mentor, you know, it could be a, a, a pastor, uh, someone that they trust, because that's important. And I also found found out too, um, Chivette, is that sometimes you have a whole bunch of rumble that's going on when you find yourself in a situation like that. One of the ladies in the book um, that's featured in the book that's coming out, she said when she got pregnant, her mother was so disappointed. And she said, I'm going to school. (laughs) And she said five months pregnant with a big belly. She was going into the school and she said she didn't care how sick she was. You're going to graduate and you're going to school. And mm-hmm. so basically she said that she felt so ashamed. Just, mm-hmm. just, just think about that. And she said, and I said, and I said, and, and the students were talking and she says, not only the students, the teachers. Mm-hmm. So when you find yourself in a situation like that, how do you handle? Sometimes you have to move in a quiet space. 
you have to move silently, even though you may find yourself at, yes, I'm pregnant, I'm carrying this child, but you know what? You have to guard your ear gate and your eye gate. And you just have to just know that, you know what? That's that. I'm going to walk, you know, I'm going to walk with pride. Yeah. You know, no matter what it may look like to to other people, because I, you know, uh, there's a sense of pride, even though you may find yourself in a situation like that, that it's not the end all be all. You know? uh, mm -hmm. Such transformational work uh, yes. that you, you know, that you're doing and and being able to show. Um, I put this on my Facebook page uh, the other day. Uh, young people that'll read this book will be able to see themselves in the future. Her left yes. brain said, "We have to, uh, we have to help young people." look at us and see themselves in the future yes and be able to say okay i can be there in the future so for you to have brought this collection of um women who are now have gone on live are living great lives but were teen moms i think this is phenomenal this also really brings up um this point around collaboration and um people perhaps who wanted to maybe write their story mm -hmm. or write a book but it feels very daunting when you think about all of the, you know, the layout and the typesetting and the editor and the book cover, <laughs> but joining a collaboration, mm -hmm. talk a little bit about the, um, you know, what, why it's impactful in particular for people who want to tell their story, even help their brand and their business, why it's impactful for them to consider a collaboration as an option. <clears throat> okay. It's great. It's great to consider a collaboration because what I did was something different. You know, most people that do anthologies, they charge. Mm -hmm. There's a fee. There is yeah. no fee with this anthology at all. Wow. The only thing that the ladies are required to do are to sell at least 10 tickets, you know, mm -hmm. promote it on the social media platforms, et cetera, et cetera, because it's about paying it forward. And for me, <clears throat> when you're able to pay it forward, then I think that there's a, a greater blessing in it. And in addition to that, we're going to be giving at least two to three, definitely two, perhaps I'm pushing kind of for four scholarships. Wow. So, so that leads right into the event yes, uh, that you're having around that. So tell us about the event. Okay. So what I'm having June 10th, um, it's called a Teen Moms Empowerment Summit. And it's going to be June 10th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Betty T. Ferguson um, uh, Complex. And so at this particular event, um, we're going to have a guest speaker. We're mm -hmm. going to have the eight ladies that are featured in the book who are going to tell a portion of their story. And so along with that, we're going to have, you know, um, door prizes and a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to have something called a Hall of Fame. Ooh. Yes, which is um, absolutely going to be wonderful because it's um, beautifully done. And uh, it's going to, it's... Um, has Hall of Fame, and I am a I am a teen mom. I am a mom, and I am a success story. Yeah. So that's going to be a part of that as well. And so I have some wonderful vendors who have partnered with me, uh, you know, to and that that their um, partnership is going to contribute to the scholarships for the young people. Now they don't have to be a teen mom to get the scholarship. Okay. If they're, if they're a teen mom, great. But they can be a student that um, uh, is doing well, academic excellence. Um, maybe there's a student that is ex excelling with STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Maybe it could be a student that's a um, high school student that's interested in becoming a teacher, um, mm. leadership, or a, um, the Glendon Moten Spirit of Excellence Award. So there are a number of categories that I have. But being that this is the first year I'm looking at actually presenting 
hopefully four, but basically three scholarships, but I'm pushing for the fourth. So we're looking for people that um, who would like to contribute to this because I think it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. It's going to be so sold out. <laughs> yes, and I want to capture uh, this listener comment. Sounds phenomenal. I would have loved to have been involved. I was a teen mother myself. God bless you. And I believe that listener is in Florida. Oh, wow. um, so can you give the uh, information of exactly like where the event is in Florida and all of that? Mm -hmm. So again, the event is going to be at the Betty T. Ferguson Complex Center. It's going to be June 10th uh, from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. And uh, it's called the Teen Moms Empowerment Summit. I'm going to be um, releasing additional flyers on my Facebook and Instagram. It's, you know, Glenda Moten on Facebook or Glenda.Moten on Instagram. So you'll see all that information there. I will have a contact person that you can uh, contact. I'm actually um, with the website. Um, we're setting it up to where when they go in, they can register for the vendors and for um, which I've already taken care of that. Up, but per people who would like to attend can purchase their tickets um, through the website. Um, but I will release that and let them know the tickets are on sale now. So they don't want to miss this event because it's um, it's about community. It's about um, seeing the best in our young ladies, even if you're a teen mom, if you're not a teen mom. But just think about those mothers that may attend, that may have adopted, aborted, um, <laughs> you know, may have gone through some transition. And so what you have is that some people carry the trauma with them for years, Michevac. Yeah. And what happens is that if it's never dealt with, then they carry that over into their relationships, their marriages, their friendships, their jobs and things like that. And so um, this will be a time to where we can pour into the audience that will be attending this event to let them know that this does not define who you are. You can walk in greater and that God has the best for them. Absolutely the best. The best is yet to come. And what's the city and state again? It's um, Miami Gardens. That's where the event is going to be held. Miami Gardens, Betty T. Ferguson Complex. It's okay. a familiar area. A lot of people are familiar with Miami Gardens, but those uh, the listeners here uh, that are local in Miami, uh, Miami Gardens, and they're familiar with the Betty T. Ferguson Complex. All right, there you have it. And how can um, just in general people purchase your books, find out more about you? Okay, so we're actually gonna we're gonna um, the other two books. Everything's like on on Amazon. Okay. Uh, this but this book here is gonna be on Amazon as well. We're gonna try to have it out by. by probably, I'm gonna say Mother's Day, but by the end of May, you'll have it before the event starts. Yeah. So and then once that is out, then I'll be sending out a huge blast, purchase your book now. But those individuals who desire to attend the event, that would include brunch and a book. <laughs> so they get brunch and a book. And of course, I have some um, some heart bracelets because it's the heart of the matter to where we're really, um, you know, talking about the heart of a mother, you know, regardless. And so to tell you the truth, biologically, I don't have any children. But I'm a spiritual mother to many. <laughs> yes, as an educator, absolutely. As an educator, right. Yeah, thank you for your work in this space and um, really transformational things that are going to impact people on and on. How can people connect with you and follow you on social media? Okay, it'd be Glenda Moten. Um, you'll see me there uh, on Facebook, and it's uh, Glenda Moten, uh, well, Glenda.Moten on uh, Instagram. Oh, so right. 
last question for you. The goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate Glenda. Wow. Well, you know, with this particular project here, what motivates me is that I have a desire um, and a passion. I love teaching. I'm, I'm a teacher by nature. My mother is a retired educator who is deceased now. But in taking on this project, uplifting women is important to me, young women, because I see myself in every woman. I've been through domestic violence. I've been through incest. I, I've been through a number of things, right? And so, and so what happens is that, um, you know, I didn't have a father that uh, validated me or supported me and sometimes didn't even receive the love. It wasn't until I was in my 50s that I received, you know, I was able to connect with him. And in the end, he gave his life to Christ. But it's so important to know that every woman whose path I have crossed has a story to tell. And so this is just a small portion of my story. But every woman under the sound of my voice, at the end of the day, it's about encouraging them, believing in them. And I am an encourager. I am a nurturer. I'm a motivator. I'm an orator. I'm a supporter and so much more. And I know that with every fiber of my being, that I have something that I can pour into a young lady who may think that, you know what? I just can't handle it anymore. Yes, you can, because you're going to come across the path of a Chevette, of a Glenda, of a Desiree, of a Shanika, of a, a, a Tequila Johnson, right? So there are people that will, that will be in your path that will encourage you, motivate you, and tell you, baby, get up. You can do it. There's nothing sure, because this situation does not define who you are. You can walk into your purpose, because you know what? Somebody else behind you is going through the same thing. And so if you can encourage them and bring them along, just think of what kind of testimony that is to help someone else that may be in the same situation that you were in once before. Oh, well said, well <laughs> said. Uh, getting some love in, uh, in the comments and things here. Well said. Well, thank you so much for uh, stopping by the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We wish yes. you much continued success with your you. book project, the event, and all of that. And we will keep our eye out on you. All right, then thank you so much to your listening audience and chime in because there are greater things on the horizon. Thank you. All right, greater things on the horizon. Wonderful. Wow, all right. Um, there we have it, Women's History Month, a author spotlight right there. You can go to charvette.com, our main website. There's a full blog post. It says show notes. You can actually download it and it has um, all of our guest information. So that is really um, one of the best uh, one of the best ways to connect. So just charvette.com, just my first name, and that will give you all of the notes, the full bio for our guests and all of that. If you're in Florida, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. If you're near Florida, still uh, still check it out. If you're brand spanking new to me and saying, hey, I've never heard of Charvette. Uh, who is the Charvette? I am Charvette Mitchell, and I run Mitchell Productions, which is a marketing firm, and we work with uh, women entrepreneurs, a few lucky men get sprinkled in every now and again uh, to help them increase their revenues by focusing on marketing, visibility, and branding. So that is a little bit uh, about me. And this segment was brought to you by uh, my seventh annual conference, which is now has been rebranded to the Platform Builder 
Summit, the Platform Builder Summit. It is up. It is uh, ready. You might have uh, seen this flyer out and about. Um, so we are excited to host you and receive you in Richmond, Virginia, uh, at the Four Points by Sheraton, just six miles from the airport. So if you fly in, they've got a free complimentary airport shuttle. Uh, and so go to PlatformBuildersSummit.com. Uh, check out the site, which will be ever-evolving and additional information uh, will be added. But you can reserve your tickets right now, PlatformBuildersSummit.com. Just go take a peek and look at it. Just take a peek and, and look at it um, over there. We are excited to, um, to host you and to have you uh, in Richmond, Virginia, entrepreneurs um, and those that are looking to work on your marketing, your branding, your visibility. And you're saying, hey, I'm ready to stop being invisible. I'm ready to ditch being invisible and I'm ready to step up, take up space and uh, share my transformational services, my professional services and the products that we that we have. And guess what? It is a wrap for today's show. It is a wrap for today's show. Um, anywhere that you're connected, even if you're listening to this as a replay, just put hashtag replay. We want to come back and give you uh, much love right there. Much love right there. Uh, and as always, we will uh, stay connected on the web. We'll see you all later. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.